0: Hello, good evening. Welcome to another episode of Word of Life Gospel Broadcasts, a weekly Bible study and teaching session here on Love Family FM 104.5 Abuja. My name is Tunde Adetokum. Please let us pray. Father, we thank you. We appreciate your holy name for another time to attend to your word together. We give you all the praise, Lord. And Lord, we pray that as we study the Bible, you will open our hearts. To be blessed of you to be edified by your word and to be transformed by your word in jesus name thank you gracious father in jesus name we pray amen praise the lord now last week we started studying the book of luke and we studied from chapter one verse one to four and established that it is the lord's will for us to be fully convinced to be sure of what the scripture says the truth of god's word and we should take roots downward into christ and bear foot upward for the lord praise the lord we'll continue from verse 5 Luke chapter 1 from verse 5 today please open your hearts attentively to receive the word of god verse 5 there was in the days of Herod, the king of judea a certain priest named zacharias of the course of Abia, and his wife was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord, blameless. Verse 7 And they had no child, because that Elizabeth was barren, and they both were now worth well striking years. And it came to pass that while he executed the priest's office before God in the order of his course, According to the custom of the priest's office, his lot was to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. Let us stop here for now. Praise the Lord. Now, we notice that before John the Baptist was born, John the Baptist uh, was the forerunner of Christ. There were certain stories before he, he, he was born, and this is the background story we are going to look at today. The days of error. this was a time when the Jews were under the Roman rule. They were being ruled by the Roman Empire. So it was a tough time. But here we can see that Zacharias and his wife, they were descendants of Aaron. The scripture says they were both righteous before God. And they were walking all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord, blameless. So this is the will of God. That in spite of the times that we we find ourselves, in spite of the hard times, the Lord's requirement is that we should be righteous before him and to be blameless. Now, the scripture says this is righteousness before God. They were both righteous before God. Let's mention that it was not just righteousness before men. It was not righteousness before the priests. It was not righteousness before human being. It was righteousness before God. That means God was aware. God could attest to the fact that these people were righteous. There was one man also that God testified that he was righteous and blameless. That was Job. God even boasted to to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? A blameless man that there is none like him, a man who turns away from evil. so this kind of righteousness we are talking about is not a pretentious righteousness. it's not a self-righteousness, it's a righteousness before God, the one that God approves. The Bible says, God tries the heart, so God searches the hearts. so righteousness before God is righteousness that proceeds from the heart, a heart that is right in the sight of God. so to be righteous means? First to be on the side of God, to be approved of God. And then it now translates to our actions, our behaviors, purity of actions. Psalms 15 vividly describes what being righteous means. It says to have clean hands, to have a pure heart, not to lift up our souls onto vanity. That is the kind of righteousness we're talking about. And this righteousness can only be obtained through Jesus Christ. Is our righteousness. Self righteousness, the scripture says, our righteousness is like a filthy rag before God. So we need the righteousness of Jesus Christ, the righteousness which is by faith. Praise the Lord. In Philippians chapter 2, because the scripture wants us to live such righteous life, Verse 14 and 15 of Philippians 2 says, Do all things without murmurings and disputings. Verse 15. That you may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom you shine as lights in the world. Praise the Lord. So, it was in the days of error, things were tough, things were hard, there was wickedness all around, but righteous people were found. So also, the scripture says that we should be blameless and harmless, sons of God, children of God, without rebuke. It is in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation. So, it means that when other people are cutting corners are crooked, the Lord does not want you to join their crookedness. God wants you to be different. That is the meaning of being righteous. God wants us to be blameless and harmless and In so doing, we will shine as lights in the world. The lights of God's righteousness in us will dispel the darkness and the crookedness in the midst of, 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 of the country, in the midst of the nations. Praise the Lord. So this is the will of God. Again, we notice that the Bible says that both the husband and the wife, they were righteous before God. Both righteous before God. And this is God's will. In marriage, and even in choosing the marriage partner, the Lord wants both to be righteous. Second Corinthians six chapter fourteen once It says, "Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers, for what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness, and what communion has light with darkness?" So, both righteous. The desire of God is that both the husband and the wife will be righteous, and so that a godly offspring can be raised in such family. Praise the Lord. Yours, your family, your home, we raise godly offsprings in Jesus' name. And then we notice verse 7. The Bible says that they had no child because that Elizabeth was barren. And they both were now very old. Elizabeth had no child. Now, so we can see that even though they were righteous, they were blameless before the Lord, they still had challenge. They had an issue. They had a challenge. And so the fact that you are a child of God or you are righteous does not make you to be immune to some challenges of life. Everybody, one way or the other, will face one challenge or the other. And that is not to discredit us. It is is to bring out the the glo- the glory of god in our lives praise the lord because at the end it was a testimony so regardless of the challenges you are facing do not allow that challenge to hinder you from living worthily for the lord we can see that even though they were in this condition of barrenness the scripture says that man zacharias continued to serve god It was as he was serving God that he encountered the angel and the angel that eroded the good news of the birth of John the Baptist to him. The Bible says, while he executed the priest's office before God in the order of his course. Miracles happen. So please continue to serve God in spite of your challenges. And now this is a word of encouragement for those who are trusting God for the fruit of the womb. Now, Elizabeth was not the first person that would be barren, well, there are several people, godly people in scriptures that were barren. Sarah was barren, we see that in Genesis chapter 11 verse 30. Rebecca was also barren for about 20 years, Genesis chapter 25, and in verse 21, Isaac had to entreat the Lord for her. Then Rachel was also barren for some time, Genesis chapter 29 verse 31. And then Manuel's wife, that's the mother of Samson, was also barren. Judges chapter 13, verse 2 to 3. And then we know Anna. Anna was also barren for some time. To the extent that Penina, the, the scripture calls her, her adversary. Adversary of Anna. She was provoking her. And God answered that. God remembered her and removed the rolled away her reproach. And she gave birth. To a child that was precious in the sight of god became a prophet in israel that's first samuel chapter one now so elizabeth's case was not the first in fact god has broken some natural principles natural medical whatever sarah was also very old she was 90 years about 90 years god gave her conception then Elizabeth A2 was very old. Naturally speaking, it was impossible for her to conceive. But the Lord also remembered her. Are there situations in your life that you are in that people have said, Oh, there is no hope again. The Lord will visit you and remember you in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, concerning Anna, let's look at Anna for instance. The Bible says that Anna, that's 1 Samuel chapter 1. Verse 6 and our adversary also provoked us soul for to make her fret because the Lord had shut up her womb. So, in some instances, it is the Lord that shuts up the womb just for his own purpose because such womb is to carry a, a special child, a mighty child, some a child that will be mighty before the Lord that will be of importance. Use for God's for in the kingdom of God, so God sometimes allows such womb to be barren a little for a little time. So, this was the case with Sarah, the Lord had shut up her womb. However, Anna continued to pray fervently, and so please, when we are in such situations and people are mocking you because of your condition please continue fervently in prayers because the Lord will answer your prayers. Even Elizabeth continued to pray. We'll see that later when she said, the Lord has answered my prayers. So the Lord will also answer your prayers. Please continue. Don't don't seek alternatives because the Lord knows what he's doing with your life. In verse 19, as, as Anna prayed in Shiloh, the Bible says, Verse nineteen, And he rose up in the morning early and worshipped before the Lord and returned and came to the house to Ramah. And Elkanah knew Anna his wife and the Lord remembered her. God will remember you too in the name of Jesus. And God will turn your sorrow to singing in the name of Jesus. God will turn your sign to gladness in the name of Jesus. Isaiah chapter 54 verse 1 also says, Sing, O barren, you that did not bear. Break forth into singing and cry aloud, you that did not travel with child. For more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married, says the Lord. These are some of the promises of God for your life. You are going to sing and rejoice because this is the time that the Lord will remember you. And I pray, those of you seeking for the fruit of the womb, particularly you who are trusting God and praying, this year the Lord will remember you In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So, do not allow your condition of barrenness to deter you from serving God and living for God as God wants you to. There is a great reward when even in spite of of your challenges, you still draw nearer to God. The devil is put to shame and God is glorified. That in spite of your challenges, you are still serving God this man continued to serve god in his cause not in another person's cause he was not saying that oh perhaps this path that i've taken is not paying me the lord is faithful and god will visit you in jesus name let us pray father we thank you for your word of life we give you praise we ask for the grace to live righteously to live a blameless and harmless life in this crooked and perverse nation and generation in the mighty name of jesus Lord, we pray that you will attend to every situation, to every issues of life in the name of Jesus. Remember, Lord, those who are barren and Lord, give them the conception they need in the name of Jesus. Thank you, gracious Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. For further inquiries, prayers, or counsel, please contact us via email address, wordoflifegospelpodcast.gmail.com or via SMS. On 0911 God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen.